This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin'. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Wednesday. And it's in the afternoon. As you can tell, natural light is is is, is framing my face here. I look horrible in natural light. I like it much better at night. I have my party lights on. I'm, I'm not a very good-looking individual. My hair is doing something for But we've got Joe Biden getting ready to give comments on the government's response to COVID-19, which is basically like, good luck. He is scheduled to speak in the next few minutes. It was scheduled for 1.30 Eastern Time. Currently have the PBS pulled up, waiting for them to go live. Now I have a little issue. Today and tomorrow are days that have been slated for my apartment to have some radon mitigation system put in my closet. So as you can see over here on my desk, there's no paraphernalia. There's no paraphernalia on my desk. Because I could have a maintenance person come into my apartment at any minute. So that poses a little issue for the fact that I'm not high enough for Joe Biden. (laughs) We'll see if we can sneak a a few tokes here and there when we get ready for Joe Biden to speak. (laughs) Because you know know I can't take it. I am incredibly sober. I'm still sitting here drinking my coffee. I've only been up two, three hours tops. The cats have this habit of, like, I'll wake up, I'll go, like, go to the bathroom, I'll come back, and I'm like, eh, should I should I lay back down, should I go make coffee? And the cats will be, like, laying on the bed, like, pet my belly, come pet my belly, come cuddle up with me. <laughs> um, no, it's a radon mitigation system. That, like, they're putting it in the foundation. But they need access to my closet. I had to move all of the shit out of one side of my closet. So it's it's back there. Like, I've got shit strewn all over my bedroom. My bedroom is not tidy at the moment, and I don't like it. Nobody is high enough for most politicians. I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, Madison Cawthorn says there's plenty of politicians taking key bumps and attending orgies. <laughs> also, I it would seem that I need to brush up on my football before tonight's Troll Patrol. Something going on over in Europe. They've got a, a Nazi football team or something going on. Not American football. This is soccer. For those of you here in the United States. Oh, are they living in sexual live anarchy? In sexual anarchy. Did I misread that? I thought they were Nazis or some shit. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, Skycom was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. Thane's Town Football Club regrets to announce that pursuant to third-party breaches of Section 54 
of the Modern Slavery Act. Maybe it didn't have anything to do with Nazis. <laughs> the fuck? The Modern Slavery Act. And other information that's come to light, we are forced to temporarily suspend all primary operations, including but not limited to competitive fixtures, until a thorough investigation into the practices of downing LLP has been concluded by the relevant authorities. In the first instance, STFC has an obligation under the Modern Slavery Act to ensure that our business and supply chains are free from human trafficking and slavery. Our actions as a full member of the English Football Association are compliant and fully concur with the FA Statement of Slavery and Human Trafficking. This statement and the adherence to the Modern Slavery Act 2015 has also been adopted by every other national football association within the United Kingdom and its major member clubs. After the guilty verdicts were handed down, the U.S. Attorney's Office described the scandal by saying the business and its employees facilitated bribes and its compliance department turned a blind eye to glaring red flags of money laundering. Seems like business as usual in the U.S. This office will hold accountable those corporations or individuals that use the American banking system for corrupt ends. That's literally fucking every corporation! Every politician, as today's resolution makes clear, financial institutions have become complicit in their clients' efforts to launder illicit funds face significant penalties. Doubt. Where's the where's the penalties for Swiss Bank? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about this. Let's see, let's go to the USA Today. Let's get the actual story. The soccer club Stains Town shuts down, accuses ownership of funding modern slavery. Stains Town FC, an English soccer club that plays in Ismanian League Southern Central, said on Tuesday they are suspending all soccer-related activity immediately after allegations against downing LLP including failure to comply with Russia legislation sanctions and breaching of the Modern Slavery Act. So are you telling me that if if it hadn't have been for the whole Russia sanctions thing, we would have never even known about them violating the Modern Slavery Act? Club stated the reason for the shutdown was to have the proper authorities investigate to prove beyond reasonable doubt that Downing is not funding modern slavery. The first instance, STFC has an obligation under the Modern Slavery Act 2015 to ensure that our business and supply chains are free from human trafficking and slavery. Downing LLP, an investment organization, denied the wild allegations in their own statement, claiming it was an attempt by STFC owner Joe Dixon to deflect attention from his mismanagement of STFC over a number of years, and this has left the club in a perilous financial position. Among the other allegations against downing LLP are environmental crimes, price fixing, deforestation, forced evictions, human rights abuses, child labor, slavery, gender discrimination, and murder! And murder!
I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked at all. <laughs> God damn. If you're just joining us, we are currently waiting for Joe Biden to grace us with his presence. Supposedly, he's supposed to give remarks around 1.30 p.m. Metalcore, what is up? Hell yeah. Provide you with a little extra muffins today. Muffins for your afternoon. I just so happened to look up and see that Biden was giving these remarks. I was not in the middle of editing video. I am still trying to get the scammers that offered me a job to deposit $2,000 into my PayPal. I keep threatening them with the FBI. Doing great. <laughs> like, seriously, seriously. When I responded to one of the people who uh, has been calling me, I said, I know you guys aren't really working for company name redacted and are actually scammers to deposit $2,000 in my PayPal account immediately. If you don't deposit the funds, I will contact both the company that will remain unnamed and law enforcement. Make sure your scam ends. Their response was, I can see you are actually a scammer. (laughs) And I was like, I'm not playing, fucker. I have your IP address. Deposit the funds or the FBI will be up your ass. Last warning, better be within the hour. I got an offer, and this just this just tripped me out because it was an offer for a video editor position. They were going after somebody that, you know, high skill level. That's what that was what was odd to me. Is this wasn't just some, you know, oh, you answer calls at home job. So I get this job offer, a, a, a talent scout, the VP of talent acquisition. Look them up. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here is Joe Biden. Moment in this pandemic does not mean that COVID-19 is over. Good Lord, no. COVID-19 no longer controls our lives. That's what it means. I don't know. We're probably getting ready to see the worst of it. I thought they might. But now, thanks to the foundation we've laid, America has the tools to protect people, all people. And, you know, as we've done from day one, my administration is making it easier than ever for Americans to access these tools. Mark my word, in like three months, this, this White House is going to be like, well, nobody could have foreseen this wave coming. Excuse me, a one-stop shop. Mark my words. Where anyone in America can find what they need to navigate the virus. Free vaccines and boosters. Free at-home tests. High-quality masks. And uh, for the latest information about the level of COVID-19 spread in your community, you can get that immediately. Now, you'll also be able to find our new test-to-treat locations, which I announced in my State of the Union address. These are pharmacies and other places in your neighborhood where you can get tested, and if you're positive, you can get life-saving treatments all in one stop. We've already stood up... You're already seeing cases skyrocket in Europe. ...across the country. We're also nearly at, we have nearly 200 sites just to serve military families and veterans communities as well. We've done, uh, what we've done throughout the pandemic, we've ensured there, uh, these has, locations... has been dropped the ball. Hardest, hit, ...hardest to reach communities as well. The bottom line, 
No longer will Americans have to scour the Internet to find vaccines, treatments, tests, or masks. It's all there. And just go visit COVID.gov. COVID.gov. I'll smoke up to this malarkey. When I took office about 14 months ago, the pandemic was raging, the economy was reeling, and the deficit was soaring. Most schools were closed. We didn't have enough vaccines. The unemployment claims were sky high. And then we got to work and we delivered. Enough vaccines for every... Yes, you knocked people off the unemployment rolls. Effective treatments, at-home tests that are free and accessible. You presided over the worst of the pandemic while acting like it was over. And because of how we responded, we created more jobs last year than ever before. 6.7 million jobs. And by the way, we did it while cutting the deficit. The largest one-year deficit reduction. They did indeed cut the deficit, and they are projected to cut the deficit by like a trillion and a half dollars. In American history. But none of that happened by accident. We're able to do it because we coordinated across the government, partnered with state and local leaders, governors on both sides of the aisle, and the private sector to leverage every resource we had to fight against this virus. We left more morons. And we were able to do it because Congress worked with us and provided us the necessary funding. Right now, during the lull, is when we should be sending out tests, masks, making sure everybody is prepared in case there is another wave. Well, we're, at, we're already seeing the consequences of... Baffles me too, Metal. I don't understand monoclonal it. Antibody. Take monoclonal antibodies, for example. They've helped save lives. This isn't partisan. It's medicine. But Congress hasn't provided enough money to keep purchasing these monoclonal antibodies. Nope. We've had to cancel planned orders and cut the supply we're sending to the states. Without more funding, we'll start to run out of them by the end of May. The end of May. We've also had to scale back our plan to purchase more preventive therapies for Americans who are... Got to put my paravanilla up because I could have a maintenance person. Critical tools to protect the most vulnerable among us. Without more funding, we risk running out of the supply by this fall. As if I don't just open the door and everybody outside is like, wow, it's loud in there. The Omicron, we saw how vital, and with Omicron, we saw how vital it was. And we have enough tests on hand to weather the surge. Without funding, we're not going to be able to sustain the testing capacity beyond the month of June. And if we fail to invest, we leave ourselves vulnerable if another wave Ain't gonna happen. hits. That is going to happen. <laughs> On vaccines and most important tool in this fight, we're also running a risk. Yesterday, the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, authorized the fourth shot for those 50 years and older. We know boosters are critical to providing an additional level of protection. That's why I plan to get my second booster today, uh, right here after I'm done speaking. If you haven't gotten your first booster, please don't wait. Guy, your your indignation is righteous. Those who are 50 and older, as well as those who are immunocompromised, can now get get even more protection than they have from the initial uh, first doses. We have enough supply to give booster shots to those newly eligible individuals. But if I got my booster shot last week, two weeks ago, I don't even remember when it was now. If you've not gotten your booster, now is the time to do it while cases are low before we go to the next wave. If we need a different vaccine for the future, 
combat a new variant, we're not going to have enough money to purchase it. We cannot allow didn't, that didn't Pfizer say that like a Omicron-specific vaccine would take about 60 days? Are they working on that right now? Now. We can't wait until we find ourselves in the midst of another surge to act. It'll be too late. And we also need this this funding to continue our efforts. Well, Sky, when I went to the when I went to the pharmacy, they told me like we're gonna have to like nobody's been in here. You're gonna have to like wait because we have to thaw out a dose for you. Enough to keep out a virus or let it reach room temperature or some shit. Now, please. Maybe not thaw. Maybe thaw is not the wrong. Maybe thaw is the wrong terminology. Work so hard to. We all of us have worked so hard to get our lives back. Have we? Have we? Every ounce of American resilience. Pulled every lever of our government. Have we? Goodness, decency, and patriotism of American people. Together we turned an unthinkable You see that cat ass go by? Extraordinary progress and purpose. <laughs> Americans are back to living their lives again. We can't surrender that now. Congress, please act. You have to act immediately. The consequences of an action are severe. They, they like they were shocked I came in and asked for a booster. Like apparently they ain't even given one in, in we can do. quite some time. We can work together. So I urge Democrats and Republicans to get this done. So I guess in my area, everybody that was likely to get one got one when they were available. To pull together. Let's get originally. I was just the only slacker, just because like I don't leave the house. Protect their troops, and I'm going to get my second booster shot. Oh, we're going to see Joe get his second booster shot. Do they have that stupid set? What is the danger of Putin being left in the dark by his military advisors? I'm reluctant to comment. Can you comment on the declassified intelligence that he doesn't trust his military leadership since it is declassified? No. No. Why did Why did you take questions before you did this? Ten to twenty vaccines per week. What, what's roughly the vaccination rate in your area, Scott? What did President Zelensky tell you about the? Uh, the, the fight against COVID here. What did President Zelensky yeah, tell you about? Yeah. Somebody yeah. asked me about the vaccine. Yeah. 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 He didn't even flinch. I've always thought that it discourages people getting the vaccination when I watch people get a needle in their arm. So uh, I apologize for discouraging. It didn't hurt a bit, and uh, I was able to roll my sleeve off. It doesn't hurt when you first get it. Like, it hurts, like, an hour or two later. It feels like somebody threw a softball into your shoulder. No, no, no. Take questions. Take questions. Come on. Come on. I'm going to see if I can get to see them. They're, Today? Good, they're good people. I have them. We're trying to work that out. What did President Zelensky tell you? What did President Zelensky tell you about? You gotta love how the press never focuses on the actual pertinent issues. What was more painful, the shot or us? (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck! The shot's gonna hurt later. I don't. I don't think you. I don't think you guys did anything that's gonna hurt Biden later. Sorry.
I know. I know that's what it, what the what the press is out for nowadays. Head over here to the rules committee. I don't even. I don't even know what uh, what they're debating. Grasky talking about here. You know, we're sent to Congress to solve problems, not to engage in a bunch of gobbledygook explaining why we can't do anything. Um, we've got uh, more than 37 million Americans who suffer from diabetes, and 7 million of them rely on insulin. Uh, to oh, is this the Medicare for all hearings? Saving drugs. Um, I was going to talk about that tonight on the Troll Patrol. Times for insulin, what uh, insulin users... The Progressive Caucus finally got hearings. The first ever hearings on Medicare for All started yesterday. Well, why are Americans... That is a really good vaccination uh, rate for the Midwest. I am in... The, I think my state is still the third worst in terms of vaccination. don't have negotiated prices. In other words, Canada and... I think every one of the Western countries, as well as, you know, Australia. Yep, the first ever hearings on Medicare for All started yesterday. I'm still not sure that that's what this is, but that does seem like what it is. So we've heard a lot of strange rhetoric about the free market today, but it seems to me it's a free market solution to allow the government to negotiate for lower drug prices. But then our friends across the aisle try to stop us every time we want to give the government the power to negotiate with Big Pharma for lower prescription drug prices. So the governments of all of these other countries in Japan... I was wrong. My state currently occupies the number one spot. We are the least vaccinated state. But our government can't. Uh, although we can do it in the VA and we can do it in Medicaid, but we can't do it in Medicare because... Justin, welcome. We just got done hearing from Joe Biden, and I'm I'm still I'm still going. I'm still riled up. So negotiate. In other words, nullify. I saw this hearing going on. We're watching. I believe it's the Medicare for All hearings happening in the House. Let me pull up a story on that. Where our citizens, all of our constituents, not just in the Democratic districts but in the Republican districts, paying ten times for insulin. What now you're you're not gonna you're not gonna see this story on any mainstream news site, so we're gonna have to go to uh, Common Dreams because, of course, like MSNBC, CBS, they aren't gonna cover this shit. Progressive revive push for Medicare for All at House hearing. Congress must implement a system that prioritizes people over profits, humanity over greed, and compassion over exploitation. This is according to Representative Cory Bush, who argued in support of universal health care legislation. Supporters of the Medicare for All Act of 2021, introduced last March by Congressional Progressive Caucus Chair Pramila Jayapal and Representative Debbie Dingell, shared stories of personal health care hardships as well as harrowing accounts of avoidable suffering endured by others who lack access to health coverage. Representative Cory Bush, who co-chaired the House Oversight Committee hearing, said that Americans deserve a health care system that guarantees health and medical services to all. 
Congress must implement a system that prioritizes people over profits, humanity over greed, and compassion over exploitation. Thank you, Congressman Bush, who I absolutely love. The capitalists have tried their damnedest to make sure that is not a thing in America. So this was Ariana Presley speaking yesterday during the hearing. Congress must stop enabling a predatory health insurance system, one that repeatedly fails our most vulnerable communities. Today in America, if you're poor, black, brown, and... And I want want to point out why, why is it that MSNBC, CNN, any of the other mainstream outlets wouldn't cover this? I'll tell you exactly why. Just look at their advertising. Just look at their advertising. There will be health insurance companies advertising all over their programs. It's a form of editorial control. I I ran into it uh, while I was because it happens on, on the micro level in 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 little uh, uh, little cities. When I was news director of a radio station, I had a story. Uh, I can't even remember what it was. It had something to do with Toyota. And just because the local Toyota dealer advertised on our station, nope. Pull that story from your newscast. That's the capitalist system we live in. Indigenous or disabled, your very ability to live, to survive, is jeopardized by a broken healthcare system that puts profit over people. We must stop allowing the greed of insurance companies to outweigh the health of our constituents, of our community members. We must ensure that every person has access to quality care when they need it and where they need it. Babies with heart conditions ending up with parents in bankruptcy is not health care justice. A grandmother working the night shift so she can scrape together cash for insulin is not health care justice. These are moral failures and policy choices. It's not just car dealerships, but car dealerships, they're, they're one of the most prominent advertisers on local radio stations. Car dealerships are shit. Rashida Talib noted that the COVID-19 pandemic exposed just how broken the healthcare system is in our country. Millions of people across the country know that passing Medicare for all is long overdue. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank so this you. This is Ro Leadership on Medicare for all and holding this historic hearing. Let's be very clear that private Healthcare insurance is a scam. Is a crushing tax on working families is a scam. And on businesses, working families have to pay a tax of almost twelve thousand dollars, if not more, on the premiums that they pay to private healthcare insurance and on their auto out of pocket. And hey, right winger. If you're, if by chance there's a right winger watching this right now, let me tell you. If you want to, if you want to break down the numbers, there's a reason why every other industrialized country in the world has a universal single payer healthcare system. It's because it is way cheaper. We spend more than any other country, and we have worse healthcare outcomes. We rank something like thirtieth in healthcare outcomes, right next to Cuba. Don't believe me? Look it up. It costs. And businesses in this country are competing with one arm tied behind their back. What is the tax that private health insurance is putting on businesses? $16,000 for a family that businesses are having to pay. That's why they're having to compete uh, in a, a total disadvantage 
to many companies and businesses and manufacturers overseas. In fact, if you talk to CEOs, they say the biggest burden on their payroll often is this tax that they're paying to private health insurance. On top of that, and I want to just talk about the economics here, on top of that, you have over 23 million Americans in medical debt because of the tax that they're I want the I want the WHO ranking. I I accidentally pulled up CEO World Magazine's healthcare index. They rank us as 18th. Nope, nope, I'm I'm wrong. This is different indexes. What's LPI? The Legatum Prosperity Index, which I don't know what it is. They rank us as 18th. The CEO World Ranking is actually 30th. I wanted the WHO rankings. We're somewhere like 28th, 29th. They're paying to private health insurance. You have 78 million Americans not able to get the health care. Sky, I can't imagine working in a pharmacy, the stories. People come in to get their medicine that was prescribed to them, and when you tell them the price, I can't imagine what you're seeing. Daily, probably. It's... The, the instance I'm describing probably happens to you almost daily. Well, you said it's a small pharmacy. A larger pharmacy probably has that happen fucking daily. It's absurd. We can win this struggle if we engage people in the political process in an unprecedented way. We're... We're going to have to fucking seize the means of production. There is no... So... We're going to have to engage people in the political process in an unprecedented way. Well, when most of the people are getting their news from Facebook, MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, there's no way to engage those people. If, if, if those outlets aren't even going to cover this story... Yeah, Dustin, we can win if we do something we've never done before. <laughs> These are the means. And, like, that's that's not my answer for everything. Like, I'm not going to tell you to go, like, seize the local Mexican restaurant down here, but there are certain industries that absolutely need to be nationalized, and healthcare is one of them. Energy is another one. There is no reason ExxonMobil should be making record profits while we're all paying fucking, what, $4 a gallon on average the, at the fucking tank? I don't even know what the fuck it is. I don't drive. I don't have a car. I haven't, I haven't driven since 2019, and that is that has been a... Not having to pay gas, not having to, to pay a car payment. Very nice. Very nice. Uber's not very fun, because it's kind of expensive, but hey... When you need to, you need to. Windmill tax. Who's for? We need windmill subsidies. What windmill tax? Find out. One Guyan, welcome. I'm not seeing any proposals for a windmill tax. I 
I have like I have considered Lyft. Yeah, I I'm I'm sorry. Like when when I say Uber, that's kind of like you know throwing out, uh, like saying Kleenex when you mean tissue. A hey, I I just meant car service. I do tend to use Lyft more than Uber. I don't even think I have the Uber app on my phone at the at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like say Coke when you mean soda. Exactly. Uh, that's that's the people in fucking Georgia specifically. They do that shit. Everything is Coke to them. They want a Sprite, they ask for a Coke. It's the weirdest fucking thing. What do utility companies have to say about clean energy tax credits? Well, fuck utility companies. I don't give a shit what they have to say about clean energy tax credits. I still don't know what this... Uh, this is a committee meeting on a piece of legislation, but we never did figure out what it is. Oh, this is actually... This is the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. This is one of the pieces of legislation they are going over during this committee hearing. So yesterday was Medicare for All. Today is Marijuana Legalization. And then the other piece of legislation is H.R. 6833, which would impose limits on private health insurance plans and plans offering coverage under Medicare Part D with respect to insulin specifically. So that's what Raskin was talking about, the specific plan to lower the price of insulin. Call the chair. My hope is uh, we, will, we, will let, we will call you both and let you know. Uh, yeah, the chat doesn't allow links, Metal, and it's because, like, I get hate raids sometimes. People come in here and try to, like, spam links and shit. Wait, do you have a headline? I'll look it up. They have recessed, but they are indeed debating two good pieces of legislation. One, to lower the price of insulin, specifically for Medicare and Medicaid recipients. And another one on the legalization and expungement of criminal records dealing with marijuana. So I've got a lot of far-left friends that say, like, what's the use of voting for Democrats? Well, at least we're getting hearings like this. Can you imagine what the fuck... What, what would the House be meeting on right now if it was still solid Republican control of the House, the Senate, and the presidency? It would be like the uh, <laughs> erecting guillotines for marginalized groups act or some shit (laughs) seriously we did the story last night of a former gubernatorial candidate who called for the execution of people who support trans rights so it's not a far off idea I'm not familiar with that publication Oh, it's a, it's a local uh, publication in Michigan. That's why I'm not familiar.
I'm I'm not seeing anything about uh uh windmills on here. Apparently, the Lake Township didn't want windmills going back to 2012. Makes perfect sense. All right, well, Biden didn't take any questions, unfortunately. That's what I was really hoping for. If you guys are watching on Twitch, I'm going to try to uh, hopefully get the attention of somebody at the, uh, some of the viewers of the Majority Report. We're going to go raid them. I know Sam isn't going to shout me out because he ain't paying attention. Maybe some people that are in there. Uh, maybe they just went off. Oh, there they are. So, I will be back. 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 5 Pacific tonight for the normal show. Go ahead, light one up. To, oh, shit, my sign-off doesn't work during the day, does it? Um, Don't do anything I wouldn't do. However, that doesn't limit your options very much at all. We will see you tonight on the Troll Patrol live. Up.